Hey, girlfriend, how you doing, boo? In today's episode, as we keep going with our pivot series, today I've got a special guest, and it's Stephanie Guest. Stephanie is one of the many coaches that I have, and we get to really hear her story. And I hope that the takeaway that you can get from this interview is seeing what pivoting can look like once you let go of judgment and really trusting yourself and taking every step of the way as a clue for what's what's coming next and really understanding that there's literally no failure because you're learning all these things and you're accumulating knowledge and that knowledge will take you somewhere you know so whether you believe in god or the universe or whatever floats your boat Understanding that we are put on this path and we have all these lessons that we need to learn because later on we're going to put it all together and bless the world in a certain way and just trust that God has a plan for you. So I really hope you enjoyed this interview and that you can see the possibilities that are in pivoting and staying flexible and learning from your quote-unquote mistakes but just staying open to to everything that life has to offer us enjoy Stephanie I'm so excited to have you back on my show you're the first guest to be here twice welcome back I'm so excited I feel so special and I hello hi hi everyone hi beautiful Juliana hi so guys Stephanie is my coach if this podcast exists is because of Stephanie Uh, (laughs) she's amazing I have no words to describe Stephanie. Like she's truly amazing and she has a gift of really channeling what God has in store for you and like handing it to you. But it's up to you to run with it, you know, to take what she's telling you and to trust her, which for the longest time I resisted, by the way. And once once I like surrendered into it, my business grew so much. But anyway, Steph, I wanted to have you back on the show because you have a beautiful story to share. And I would love for you to paint a picture for us of what is possible once you allow yourself to try things out and not being afraid of failure and not getting stuck in your mind and like and the what ifs of, of everything. So if you can talk to us about that. Yeah, I love that. And I think this is an important conversation for women to have, and even more important for women who want to be business owners, whether it's e-commerce or starting your own business or making money from home, fear is going to be inevitable when it comes to trying to get this to work because your heart and your mind, there's actually, and I don't even know the pieces of the brain, but I heard a podcast the other day talking about there is wiring in your brains that is wired to keep you safe. Right. And so we're constantly going into the comfort zone part of our brain. And we're saying, I just want to stay here because it's safe. You know, I want to be where I am because it's not scary. There's no fear of failure. There's no fear of judgment. There's no fear of not knowing the hows. And those are, those are inherent to who we are as human beings. And so just know that you will face fear as you begin and, or change in what you're doing. And you are going to feel like everything in you is screaming to not try at all. So know that that's normal and that all of us go through that to varying degrees. But here's the thing that I've discovered after 10 years of being a full-time entrepreneur. So started in network marketing and I did that for five years and that was its own experience and journey of learning how to go from a corporate 
person, which in corporate, I, as well, I, I raised those or I um, climbed the ladders in corporate as well at a young age. And so those were scary pieces. And then the company shut down, went into network marketing, grew that to the top 1% of the company. Then that crumbled from underneath me. And I started my own online business, started coaching network marketers, which then led me into really seeking God and his hand. And what is this supposed to be and look like? And pivoting completely away from what I was doing using Facebook lives and speaking to network marketers to podcasting and helping women, faith-led women get clarity on their calling so they can build a profitable online business with God at the center of it. I mean, there were so many different tweaks and pivots in that 10 year journey. And here's what I've learned. The biggest lesson through it all was if I can push through the fear and the unknown, my capacity for being uncomfortable grows my capacity for the discomfort in the pivot or the transition or the taking action without knowing the outcome, it expands. So it's almost like my fear receptors start to shut down at a much quicker pace. And now what's interesting is like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but the second that you, you share something that you're holding inside, like a secret or something that's scaring you and you're holding it in, it's so big. The second it comes out of you, you realize like it's a breath of fresh air. It has no more power over you. That's the same thing in a pivot or growing or starting a business. Once you get through it, you're like, well, gosh, that wasn't so bad. And so now when fear comes at me or the unknowns, I'm like, I've already been on the other side of that. I know that this is much smaller than what it actually is. The fear is what you're afraid of. You're actually, the fear is fear itself. Right. And so getting through to the other side is actually conquering the fear and showing yourself, your brain, your subconscious and your heart that you can do that thing. And then your fear receptors grow. I totally agree with you. And honestly, I think God is really showing me all the places in my life where I'm holding on to fear and the places that I hold in my body. Mm. Like my shoulders are always tensed up at any given time. Like I always have my fists clenched for no reason because I have so much fear that I carry with me and I'm becoming more aware of that. Mm. And it's all coming because I am taking the time every day to like sit with God and do the inner work that I'm learning all these things that I didn't know. And you're, I totally agree with you that when you speak about it, it it like, it loses its power, you know, and then you take action. You're like, "Eh, you know what? It's not that bad. You know, it's, I, I, it's okay. It's totally doable. And another thing that helps me is like looking back to see how far I've come you know, mm-hmm. and one thing that you always say stuff is put your head down and work. Do not look up. Do not look to the sides. Just stay focused on what you're doing. Head down and work. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all really important as well. I think one of the things that will magnify the fear in your life, and it's important first to ask yourself, why am I holding this fear? You know, Juliana, so for you, you're saying like, oh, I'm, I find myself holding the fear and fear can manifest in so many ways. It can be your body being tense. It can be anxiety. It can be different mental health stuff that starts to come up. It can be emotional outbursts, all of which is like, why? Because to me, those are my body giving me an alarm or Holy spirit, giving me an alarm of like, something's off. What are you afraid of? And so if you can just look at the fear and be like, here's something that I have done. That's so helpful. I'm like, what's the absolute worst thing that can happen here. And I'll write that thing out. And then I'll go, can I, will I make it through that? And if I believe that God's calling me to do the thing, even though it's terrifying and that's the worst thing that could happen to me, I know there's fruit on the other side of the thing. And, and my, 
my MO has been like, I'm going to get through that as fast as I can. Cause I don't like to sit in the fear. I don't want to sit in the anxiety and the tense, you know, and the having like, I'll, I bite my nails. That's my thing. And so if I'm like, if I'm biting my nails, like what's going on, why am I doing this? Oh, there's something I haven't addressed. You know, there's something I haven't looked at yet. I haven't asked myself why I'm afraid of this thing. And so the second I can get over it, it's like being a class full of 50 people. And you guys have to stand up and do a paper. You have to do a presentation. I'm like, because if I don't go first, I just raise my hand. You can't see me. If I can't go first, I'm going to sit there and wallow in my fear for an hour until it's my turn. I'm going to get worse and worse. I'm going to get more and more sweaty. I'm going to overthink it in my brain. And I'm going to start to create this narrative of this outcome that is not reality. My brain's telling me you're afraid fight or flight. Don't do this. Don't do this. And so you're, you're, you're amplifying your own fear emotion instead of going, I'm just going to get this over with. And then you can hang out doing your business and taking action is the same thing. So sometimes I just have to take action. There's been many, many scary things that I felt were going to be debilitating to me or going to pull the rug out from under my business or my revenue was going to crumble. None of those things happened. My business is the best it's ever been. There's been so much growth. There's been, you know, I'm making a huge impact. I truly feel that like God is leading everything that I'm doing. And it took me being able to continue pushing through these, these scary fear barriers, I actually call them fear anchors, um, to bust through the fear anchors in your life. And a big piece of that is you. Yeah. But the other pieces are to Juliana's point earlier, looking around, you know, one of the biggest fear anchors is when you start looking to the left and to the right and going, what's Anna doing? Why is Mary having so much success? Why does Bob have 75 likes? And I have one and you're comparing which is a fear anchor telling you, well, you're not good enough. You'll never be like them. No one will choose you. There's that person already doing that. All of which are lies that you welcome into your life. You're welcoming lies into your life and into your heart. And you're allowing them to anchor your feet to the ground. We are creating this narrative that is no, there's zero truth in any of that. The only truth is you've been called to do the thing. So do the thing. Every thought in your mind is simply a thought. It's zero truth of an outcome. Okay. The only outcome you can create is by taking action. Then you rewire the thought because you go, oh my goodness, that wasn't what I thought. Wow. Like I got to the outcome. I launched the podcast or I launched the e-commerce store. Oh, oh man, I created my first course. Oh my gosh. I did get through my first client call. That wasn't anything what I thought it was. No, because your thoughts are created in lies around this weird narrative of your fear keeping you safe. Okay. So Steph, walk us through your evolution. So you were in corporate and then you went to network marketing and then like, what, what did that look like? And in any stage of, of your entrepreneurship, um, what did the fear look like for you? And were you ever just kind of like, you know what, maybe I should just get a job or quit altogether. Like walk us through that. Yeah. So what's so interesting is I think as you become more and more mature in your own calling, the fear becomes less and less. I distinctly remember when I went from corporate into network marketing, that fear being so debilitating and the fear came from everyone is going to judge me. I'm leaving a six figure corporate career. I have a double major in finance and accounting. I'm the youngest financial controller in this global company to start a network marketing business, you know, like ground zero, zero dollars, commission based, zero, uh, no experience in sales whatsoever. 
hearing everyone tell me that it's a scam and that this is ridiculous and go get a job. Like, what are you doing? You know? And so this fear of being ridiculed and having people talk behind my back was so debilitating. And, and it was so scary to me. And I remember having this feeling of like, I can't fail because everyone will be right about me, which now makes me laugh. Cause I'm like, I totally failed, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, like whenever but you Mar- didn't Mar- fail because you learned so much. Right. Right. But if you were to look at like on paper, it's like, yeah, that didn't work out four years later, you know, it, the rug was pulled out from under me. But the funny part of that is like, now I think it's hilarious because I'm like that got, I walked through those pieces so I could use the failure as, as training and as understanding for who God had me serve 10 years later, you know, but the point was, it was so scary and it was all based on other people. Mm -hmm. So I had this fear-based thinking that had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with what I was doing or who I was created to be, or this new thing that I wanted to try. It had everything to do with everyone else's narrative that I made up in my head. What a weird thing to do. If we really think about that, we're choosing to be afraid based on an imaginary story that we create about what other people are thinking. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And you know what the truth is? No one even cares what you're doing. To be really honest, I don't think anyone gave two poops. They were like, cool, you're going to do that. Okay, cool. Like they're in their own life. They're in their own drama. Nobody cares. Nobody's looking at me. And so there's so much freedom when you finally realize I failed and no one even cared. No one even noticed because they're in their own life wow, I guess I can let go of these narratives that people are judging me all the time. Cause they're not so that that was scary, but I did do the thing. And I did, I have this achiever, very leader driven heart. And I did it, you know, I did become successful in network marketing and I didn't do it the right way. I did it the world's way. And, you know, it was definitely an idol in my life. And now that was, I'm, I'm glad I walked through those things though, because I understand where my woman is at, my avatar is at, because she's often doing the same thing. And I think God uses the the hard parts of our lives to allow us to equip others and free them from their prisons. So I sat in that prison for a while and I'm okay with that. And that's just what happened. And I woke up and I realized, oh my gosh, there's no more money in the bank. I poured my heart and soul into building this thing and it's gone who am I? And I sat with this. I have no idea who I am identity for a hot minute. And that was truly terrifying. That was probably the scariest point in my network, in my um, entrepreneurial journey, Juliana of like, you're sitting there broken down with, there's no more costumes, you know? Oh, I have the costume of success on. Oh, I have the costume of, I make all this money on. Oh, I have the costume of achievement. All your costumes burned up and you stand in there naked. Like, who am I? Who am I behind the costumes? And I sat there in 2016 for a whole year. And that's when it was like this huge pivot moment, you know, of like, what am I supposed to do? And of course I went to, I should get a job again. I actually panicked and started making Amazon merch t-shirts. So that was fun. Made $3 a shirt in profit, $3 profit a shirt. And I remember this moment, my friend sat me down and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing? I'm making Halloween t-shirts right now. It's about to be Halloween season. And she's like, you are, you are distracting yourself from the calling work that God's asked you to do. Like there's so much, there is a bigger purpose on your life 
than doing these weird small things that I keep seeing you do and you're panicking. Stop. And I was like, Ski. and you know, of course you're defensive and your anger kicks in and your fear, your fear anchors kick in of like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm doing here. It was absolutely what I was doing. And so I decided to be done with all the ridiculous endeavors, Juliana, and really like turn into the pivot, you know, like what is God truly asking of me from a service perspective? Like, what does he want me to do to glorify his kingdom? It was the first time I had asked in a way that wasn't about me, you know, who am I supposed to be? How am I supposed to make money? It was like, I think there's more to this that I'm missing. And the question became, God, who are you calling me to be? Who have I always been? And who am I called to serve? And how am I, how am I called to give to them? Just what kind of mom am I supposed to be? What kind of wife? How am I supposed to steward this body that you've gifted me? And like, I had this, I had obviously come back to my faith in a big way at this point and surrendered. Cause there was nothing left. Like I was truly a broken, broken place in my life. And I, I turned to God, thank goodness. And I just started hearing these whispers and it's like, turn into the pivot, you know, like come home. Like you've already, you've always been here, but you've been running from, from home, from what you really are. And so I just began, I think this is one of the coolest pieces of turning into this pivot or this, this fear. If you want, you have to take action because your, your mind is still screaming at you. Get a job. It's easier. No, keep making the t-shirts because nobody knows what you're doing and you're safe, you know? And I was like, no, I'm going to turn into action instead of turning into fear. So I started trying stuff, you know, went live on the Facebook groups, started serving the women. I knew I could help guiding them, showing them how to start these businesses or getting out of their way. How did I build this top? Like I just started with what I knew, but then because I was starting, God had something to work with and mold. It's like, when you start, you're like this glob of Play-Doh, but there's something there to work with. When you don't start, the Play-Doh still in the case and the plastics on it and God can't mold you. He can't do anything with it. So I finally put the Play-Doh on the table and he's like, cool, you know, rework you here, rework you here, push you here, here you go. And so taking that action was one of the best things I could have done. And it was weird to say three short years later, I truly believe I'm the woman God created me to be. So tell us the story of the time they had to borrow money from your son's account and where you are now after 10 years and pivoting and trusting God and working through your fears. Yeah. That, so that day was in 2016, the network marketing business had really crumbled. And I think the the moral in that story, I don't care if it's network marketing. I don't care if it's something else. If all of your eggs are in someone else's basket, you're sitting in a bad spot. And I've learned that the hard way multiple times when I lost my job, when I, the network marketing thing fell apart, like I need to be in control of what I've built and what I've created, or at least have a few income streams that are completely mine. If you're going to be, I mean, if you're going to be stable, that's really the thing, because you never know what will happen to someone else's business that you're just have your hand in in their business. So I was living this lifestyle of, woo, you know, like we were, I was 30 and kind of a hot mess. And so we were doing all the fun things, went to Vegas, would drop a thousand dollars on a table or whatnot. And, uh, living this weird lifestyle thinking plus network marketing encourages that because they want people to see that you're successful. And so they encourage you to do those things, to buy the fancy bags, to go spend money and post about it and hashtag, thank you 
network marketing, you know, which I did because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. And I think that's really sad about the industry, totally willing to call it out because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you love the products, but do it in a heart, like a heart way, not in a glorifying this company way, because that will end up burning you. And it burned me. And I sat there one day and looked at the bank accounts. Here I am. I had just had my second son, 60 pounds overweight. I was having debilitating anxiety attacks right at this point because I was losing my identity. Didn't know who I was. The money was, was gone. It had like dried up within six months. It was like, like it went from 17 K months to like three. I'm like, what's happening. What's wrong with me? Cause the harder I would work, it, I couldn't replenish it because it wasn't mine. Right. I couldn't control the people underneath me. And so I went to the computer and I pulled up the bank account and there was no money. And it was this really like gut wrenching moment of rock bottom. Like what was this for? What was working at nine at night and five in the morning and ignoring my son and having this earpiece in 24 seven and making excuses to my husband, why I couldn't be present with him and had to take the call, like ruining dinners by pitching people to join my company in the middle of dinner. Like, why did I do all of those things to myself and my family? If there's nothing left. And there was this like moment of like the veil was lifted off my eyes and I sat there crying and I walked out to my husband. I said, there's no money. And like, bless him. Cause he's like, we'll borrow it from Miles savings account, which had like four grand in it. So we pulled it out to pay the bills and he sold his Harley Davidson to pay the bills and to cover us while I panicked and started selling Amazon t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, cried and ate extra nacho or extra Doritos while I watched Netflix and wondered about the purpose of life for a year and just bless him for, for being with me through that hard time. Because when you hit rock bottom, it's not like an immediate wake up call. I think you, when you hit that, there's this period of rebuilding you're refined by the fire. Right. And so I had to sit in the fire for a while until God's like, she's ready, you know? And until I also surrendered, like there was so much in me that wasn't surrendering. I wasn't like, Oh, I put myself down here. Lord, would you mind pulling me out? He's waiting for you to say that, you know? And I didn't say that for truly about a year as I, I tried to pull myself out by my own strength. I'm not strong enough for that. And it was way too hard on my own. And so finally in that moment, it was a moment a morning in church. I had, you know, Lord, please there. I don't know. Like, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't, I'm not finding any happiness in my life either. Cause I thought my worth was in this business and all these, these things, these narratives were going on in my head. And I stood in church and, and these worship songs were just going on. And like, really, it was almost the call to surrender at that point. And I just remember like Holy spirit washing through my body. And I had like Holy spirit goosebumps everywhere. And like, just started weeping and just was in this full, like raised my arms and surrender. And I'm like, I'm done. Like, Lord, my life is yours. My business is yours. My marriage is yours. My kids, they're yours. And you love all of this more than I do. And I don't know how to shepherd it. And I don't know how to steward it. And I don't know how to grow into who you want me to be, but you know, and it was this moment of like, I gave it over. And I'm a control freak. So that's a lot, you know, yeah. like, Lord, please. And that was the day it all changed. And I began serving the woman. I began showing up. It was messy. 
I began going to the gym and taking care of my body. I began eating healthy. I began pouring into my marriage again. I began, and I didn't know the how, and I didn't know the outcome. Like, is this going to make sense? Are we ever going to be able to fill these bank accounts again? Am I ever going to be able to pay my son back? I didn't know, but I just started. And what's so crazy is through obedience and through consistency and through that action and through constantly asking God, like, place me on the path. Like, am I doing it your way? Like, help me, show me, guide me, bring me, you know, clarity, help me know what to talk about. And it was slow. It was very, very slow, but I kept showing up and I kept asking him. And in in October of 2018, I had asked the Lord, like, how do I really serve her in a way that's godly? Like, I'm not loving social media. I'm not loving the ways that I'm trying to do this business, but I know that you have an answer for me. And I had a dream and it said, start a podcast. It was super clear. It was definitely a God dream. And I woke up and I'm like, all right, don't know how to podcast. Don't know what I'm going to talk about. No, nothing plugged in the mic, started speaking. And here I sit three short years later, three short years later, and I have a half a million dollar business. We're able to tie that a large capacity give I'm able to, we're almost fully out of debt completely. We have two years left on the mortgage. Um, I have a team of women that help me. I have a thousand students. I have 20 recurring clients. My son been paid back plus interest, (laughs) you know, like to God be the glory, because this is not a business I could have built by myself. This is a business that he built, you know, and I am simply just a vessel for what God's asked me to create. No, your story is truly amazing of what's possible, you know, and when you just trust, you know, when you, and you keep taking the steps forward, right? Because what we cannot do is just sit here and pray for clarity. We have to pray for clarity, but do the work, you know, because right. it's not just, you have to take steps and be the play doh. Yeah. Be willing to mess <laughs> up and, and don't think you're messing up because you're learning things, you know, you're learning things and forgive yourself. Hmm. Forgive yourself for the so-called mistakes you make and move forward. Because if you just sit there in the murky water, you're not going to move forward. Yeah. And everything will tell you to not move forward. The biggest thing here is like, I had to keep pushing through so many times in that 10 year span. I could have just given up completely. It's too hard. This isn't working. I'll just go back to work or ugh, like, look, I failed again. You know, what are people thinking of me now? Or I don't know how this thing is going to make money. God told me to start a podcast. What does that even mean? Like, that's not going to make money and solve my problems. But instead of staying stuck in the murky water, I'm going to be the Play-Doh today. I'm just going to show up even though I don't understand the outcome. And that's the most uncomfortable thing you'll ever do. And it's the most important thing that you can ever do. If you really, truly want to step up into who God's asking you to be, make a difference for your own life. Cause he wants you to have a fruit. I believe God wants us to have a fruitful, blessed life so we can bless others. And if we're doing it from the right heart space, there's a lot in store for you that you don't even know. Like the goals of where I sit in my business were never written down. Cause they're too big. I never wrote those things down. I never I'm like, excuse you want to do what, what's this look like this year, Lord? Like it was too big to even fathom the dreams he had for me, but it took me saying, I'm going to get out of the murky water. I'm drenched. I'm dirty. I don't get it. I'm going to go. Oh, mama. I hope that you can really learn from Stephanie's story and see the hope, you know, the possibilities that are out there. You know, if you, if you're willing to surrender, let go of people think, and Stephanie, if you have any like less, like any uh, words, any last words you want to say to this mama, 
to just let it be easy, surrender and trust God and take a messy action. Like what is the message? You know, what popped into my heart just now is I heard the other day, hope. And you said the word hope, all hope means is excited anticipation of the unknown. That's what hope is. And so if there's one thing that I can tell you is that the journey is really uncomfortable and it's going to be really hard before it's really fruitful. And you're going to weed your garden for a long time before you have the beautiful flowers and the beautiful bloom, right. And the favor in your business and it's worth it. And I want you to grab onto hope. And what hope means is I'm going to show up dirty, messy, uncomfortable in my fear. And I'm going to have excited anticipation of the unknown. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do this, even though I am unsure of the when I am unsure of the how, and I am unsure of the, what I'm just going to show up and do my best today. And through Holy spirit, I'll have the strength and the confidence to do it well. Amen. Steph, how can my women connect with you and learn more from you? Yes. Well, you guys, this was so fun. And if you are a faith led woman who really wants to get clarity on your calling, so you can build a profitable online business and the business model that I teach is what you see through Juliana and myself. It's you get clarity. Then you start a podcast so that you can hang out and you comfies behind a mic, braless and flawless and, uh, spit your best life. Yep. Pause it when your kids come in. Uh, and then passive courses, programs or coaching to monetize the business, right? So that's what I teach all centered on a God foundation and a Christ like foundation of building your business, because that's just who I am. And that's what I believe. And so I'd love for you to come hang out with me on my show, the Stephanie gas show it's S T E F A N I E G A S S. And then my website is stephaniegas.com. I have a free clarity workshop. I have um, a bunch of free gifts for you guys over there. So that's where I'm at. Oh my gosh. So awesome Steph. Thank you so much for blessing us. You're amazing. You're so welcome. Thank you. Mama. I really hope that that interview blessed you in some way that you can see that pivoting and changing and evolving. There's a reason that those things happen. Okay. We are here on this planet, accumulating a wealth of knowledge. And once you stop judging yourself for what could have been, where might have been, and what are, what are others going to think of me? And you just surrender and trust that God has a plan for you. And you just take the next right step. You don't have to know the next, you know, um, path for you to, to get to the final destination, but just take the next right step, okay? Once you know that you can take the next right step into getting a little bit closer to your end goal, then your life's going to get so much better, mama things are going to start making sense for you and surrender. Uh, know that God is love. The universe is love and there is a plan for you. Okay. And you just need to trust and you just need to continue doing the right thing, showing up, being true to yourself, listening to you when things are not in alignment and just making those shifts and understanding that everything's okay. Nothing is permanent and you got this. Like, you got this. Anyway, mama, I really hope you enjoyed this episode again. And until next time, remember you're capable, you're strong, you can do hard things. And, and until next time, may you be wrapped in peace, love and kindness, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.
Hey mama, I really really hope that this episode has blessed you in some way and if you did, would you please be so kind as to leave me a review on Apple. Your review is literally the number one way that you can thank me for all the work, for all the love that I put into these episodes. Also, if you loved listening to today's episode, I can guarantee you that you're gonna love working with me. So head over to my website, julianabrabadi.com to see all the ways that I can help you and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye!